This is the Juice on the Cues podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Good morning, Syracuse. Welcome back to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com. I'm your host, Wes Chang. Thanks so much for joining us on this Tuesday, July 11, 2023. This is the first podcast of July, which means we get to talk about the return of Bayheim's Army and the TBT. Another really great roster this year for the Army. In terms of former Syracuse players, Andrew White, B.J. Johnson, Chris McCullough, Jimmy Beheim, Malachi Richardson, Pasquale Chuku, Rakeem Christmas, and Tyus Battle. The Orange also have Matt Morgan, Grant Ryler, Jameel Wilson, DeAndre Kane, and Dwight Bucks. They'll begin their quest for $1 million on Monday, July 24th, 7 p.m. on TV on ESPNU and live at the Upstate Medical University Arena in Syracuse. Sean Belby returning as Beheim's Army General Manager, and we welcome him on now. Sean, how's it going? Thanks for coming back on the program. I'm doing great, Wes. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, great to have you. And Sean, we'll get you started on this one. We're under a month to go to the start of the TBT and the return of Bayheim's Army. You've got your roster. You know who you're playing. How excited are you guys? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the t- time is flying. Um, like you said, a little bit a little bit under a month now until our first game. Um, super excited. I think we have a really, really good team. Um, and just excited to get to Syracuse and, uh, and hopefully uh, you know, get it done. So one of the guys I know you've wanted for a while is Tyus Battle. He's one of the Syracuse greats. You personally play with him. How did that come together, and how big of a get was that for you guys? Yeah, it's huge. Um, Tyus is probably a Syracuse legend um, to, to most people. Um, you know, one of the probably the best scorers to come out of Syracuse in the past 10 or 20 years. Um, an unbelievable player. Um, like you said, was a teammate of mine. I've known him since I was about in the sixth grade. Um, played together at Chiefs for three years, and and this is kind of just perfect timing. Um, the past few years, we've tried to get him, and, and he's always had something, whether it's an injury or, or family obligation during, you know, the same amount of time that that TBT has been going on. So um, this summer, it just happened to work out with our schedule and his schedule, and um, we made it happen. So super excited to have him part of the band's army, and uh, I think Hughes fans are going to be in for a real treat. You talked about getting Syracuse, guys. You played there. Your brother was also deeply connected to the program. And then you add a guy from a Cornell, a college of Charleston, Oregon, Marquette. How do you identify these players and recruit them to Bayheim's Army? Yeah, so really just making these connections um, kind of through the basketball world um, and then, you know, kind of like through social media. Um, someone told me like about a year ago that, that your new business card is your Instagram page. Um, which, which is funny. So it's just like, but, but it really kind of is, you know, it's just connecting, connecting with these guys through Twitter, Instagram, even LinkedIn, um, and just staying in touch that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've known Jamil, um, for a few years, for a few years now. Um, obviously I've watched him play in the tournament for like the past six or seven years and he's an unbelievable player. And, um, we started talking like three years ago, just about basketball, um, kind of where he's at in his career. And then, this summer, I knew that Marquette wasn't going to have a team, so I reached out to him to see what his interest was like playing for Bayham's Army, and um, it kind of worked out. Um, he just got done playing in Puerto Rico about a week ago, so I'm really looking forward to having him. Um, but it's really just trying to help us have the best team um, as possible, um, but still have it centered around the Q's guys. Um, but Jamil's an unbelievable player, and we couldn't really pass up the opportunity to have him on the team, whether he was you know from Syracuse or not. Sean, I asked your brother this question a few years ago, but Carmelo Anthony retired earlier in the year. Is that something that we could see, or is this just a pipe dream among Syracuse fans? Yeah, that's definitely a dream, and it probably stops right there at the dream line. 
unfortunately. <laughs> Um, you know, obviously would love to have him playing or, or even just coaching and being on the sidelines, but I just don't think it's realistic at all. Um, I know Syracuse fans would love it too, and they're, they're always honest about asking them. Um, and we did actually ask him a few years ago um, when he was at the NBA for like a year or two. I think it was back in like 2019 or 2020. Um, but this at this point in his career, um, I know that, you know, there's, there's really zero chance of having him playing. Um, he's just kind of having fun right now. Um, you know, coaching up his younger son, Kyan, and, and um, trying to get him ready for the next level. So, um, obviously, you know, I wish that could happen, but I don't I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll just have to let that live on in our dreams. But the cool thing about last year is that you're called Beheim's Army, and Jimmy Beheim played for you guys last year. He's doing it again this year. It's got to be great to have the namesake playing for Beheim's Army. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, it helps us be more, like, I don't know if authentic is the right word. It just it's cooler. Um, I don't know to have a Bayheim on Bayheim's army, um, and obviously Jimmy's an unbelievable player, and he helps us a lot on on the court and off the court. He's a, he's a great leader as well. So um, he he helps our team a bunch. Um, it makes coach coach even more involved now that his son's on the team. Um, you know he's into it. He comes to he'll be at every sing, every single game this summer. So um, that'll be that'll be fun for us and for the fans um, to see him there. So. Um, having Jimmy on the team has been great last year, and it's going to be awesome again this year. Um, he's super talented, and uh, we're excited to have him back. Sean, I wanted to talk about your career trajectory. We had you on this podcast around this time last year. You were looking for a new professional opportunity. Since then, you've become an assistant coach with Overtime Elite. How's that going for you? OT has been awesome. Um, like you said, this is my first year here. started in September, but uh, my main job this year was basically just like a player development coach. And then, um, like you said, I was also an assistant coach for one of the teams. Um, just happened to be placed on a, the team that, you know, had the two top five picks. So um, it was really fun um, to help those guys out um, all year and, and be a part of their process. So, um, yeah, OTE has been unbelievable, more than more than what I imagined. And Sean, we'll get you out of here on this one. You play for Coach Beheim. You're the GM of a team that has his namesake. One of his sons plays for you. He's now retired. Have you had more conversations with him post-retirement? Yeah, definitely. Um, Coach and I talk pretty frequently. Um, he's much more involved in, in the TBT than, than fans think he is. Um, he always gives me his opinion on, on guys that we're recruiting, things like that, gives, gives suggestions about maybe guys who we should go and look out after. Um, he's really the main reason that we got Matt Morgan. Um, last year he called me up and, and told me that he knows this kid from Cornell that played with Jimmy that, that you know, is averaging 30 points a game in Turkey and that we should go get him. And um, that's kind of how that happened. And then this year, same thing. Um, that's kind of how we got Matt back on the team this year. So he's uh, he's big. Um, you know, he stops by our practices too and, and gives, you know, coaches some pointers and things like that. So um, he's much more involved than, than, the, than the normal fan thinks he, he is. So that's really great for us to have him in our corner and, to have him at the games this year. Um, it's going to be unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck this year, Sean. Awesome. Thanks, Wes. Appreciate it. Always great speaking with Sean, and good luck to him and Beheim's Army as they try to win the TBT for a second time. They always put together a great roster, and it's a huge boost this year that they got Tyus Battle. That's definitely a marquee name. Again, they begin their quest on Monday, July 24 at 7 p.m. on TV on ESPNU and live at the Upstate Medical University Arena in Syracuse. Make sure you get your tickets at thetournament.com. That's thetournament.com. We'll take a quick break. I'll be joined by 2025 athlete Jaden Lofton after. I'm Wes Jett. This is the Juice on the Cues podcast. 
So we're in the middle of the July dead period in recruiting, but one of the offers Syracuse extended right before the dead period started was the 2025 athlete Jaden Lofton from Somerville, New Jersey. And we welcome him on the program now. Jaden, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us. How are you today? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, Jaden, doing well here. First question for you. What did you think about that Syracuse offer? I didn't, Honestly, I did not know how to react. It was like a, it was a shock. You know, it's always been a dream for me to get my first offer and to do that for me and my family. It was really a big thing. And uh, I'm just glad I could finally complete that. Yeah, congratulations again on getting that first offer, especially a Power 5 offer. And what do you think of the Syracuse program? Um, Syracuse as a program, they are definitely on the rise. I see a lot of young talent. Um, the facilities are very nice. Coaches, amazing coaches. Honestly, one of the best I've ever worked with. Um, as is, um, Getting the Power 5 offer, like I said, it really meant a lot. It's always been a dream. And um, hopefully more, more to come. Oh, yeah, definitely more to come for you. And you got that first offer after you competed at Syracuse's big man camp. How did that go for you? Um, it came for well. The coaches were very interactive. There wasn't a lot of, you know, like there wasn't a lot of coaches like, hey, just go over there and do that. They were very, they helped a lot. And yeah, really, very much helped a lot. It was a great camp. Definitely one of the top five I've been to. You mentioned the coaches. What about them did you like and what did you talk to them about? Um, the D-line coach in, like, to be specific, he really talked to me about, you know, getting me here, getting me there, you know, wanted me to play for his team, of course. Development, he wants to, he said, you know, see me as a young, young player on the rise. He wanted to develop me. You play both tight end and defensive line at Somerville. Which do you prefer more? I think I'm a hybrid tight end slash BN. That is going to make a major impact in helping the team, or helping any team, honestly. You know, any, just you put me in any position to help the team win, honestly. Yeah, so tell me about the kind of defensive lineman you are. I like to think of myself as a speed rusher. Um, I like to, like I said, like just like to help the team win, go 100% every play. I got a mix of everything in my bag. Power, speed, whatever you need, I got you. Yeah, that's awesome, Jaden. And last question for you. Tell me about the kind of tight end you are. Um, I'm a big body. So I've got, I like to get used as like verticals, you know, go routes, jump balls. That's, that's really where I work well. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate you, Jaden. Yeah, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Jaden Lofton, ladies and gentlemen. Jaden is definitely one of those prospects that's going to have double-digit offers by this time next year. UConn, Penn State, and Rutgers are among the schools recruiting him right now. He's six foot four and 235 pounds, and he's definitely got both the speed and the athleticism to be one of the top recruits in his class. We'll definitely have to keep an eye out for him as his recruitment heats up. I'm going to close the show on a Syracuse basketball scheduling note. I mentioned Matt Morgan and Jimmy Beheim at the top of the podcast playing for Cornell. Well, the Orange and the Big Red are going to hook up again in the 2023-24 season on Tuesday, December 5 at the JMA Wireless Dome. The Orange has won 41 straight times dating back to the 1969 season, and Syracuse holds a 96-31 advantage in the all-time series. Syracuse defeated Cornell last year with Joe Girard scoring 19 points as the Orange won 78-63. Definitely a lot of connections between the two schools, and so great they're continuing the rivalry into next season. That's it for us. I want to thank my guest, Bayheim's Army General Manager, Sean Belby, and 2025 athlete Jaden Lofton. And this is Wes Chang reminding you that I'm so secretive that when someone asks me, hey, can you keep a secret? I say, that's none of your business. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com, and we'll see you next time.
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 